The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Let's start the podcast. All right, Guys, we're here. This is the Comedy Store podcast. Hello. We got, uh, finally, in studio. In studio. These, not this, on the phone. That's right. Not th- second time caller. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only call-in we've ever had on the podcast. Truly, oh, really? Yes. Uh, Ari and Brody. Stevens, we called in for. Oh, my God. So but guys, I wasn't calling in for them. Who were you calling in for? It was just random like to calls. talk to you. Yes, yeah. and I took it, and Brody was furious. He remember? was very frustrated, <laughs> mainly because because Dice didn't uh, remember that he was a pitcher. You oh. asked him about batting for the Dodgers, and for some reason that oh, I'm a pitcher. <laughs> he freaked out. Pitchers don't. Oh, he know. meant that. Yeah, he meant it. He was very angry. All right. Well, I'm on the show in studio. In studio. This is a big deal, guys. Andrew Dice Clay is here. It's exciting. Not just Andrew Dice Clay. We have uh, an even more special guest with us. I would say we Maximus. have <laughs> we have the great Max Silverstein here. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> drummer of S- Still Rebel. Yeah, amazing band, amazing band. I'm just bugs in here? I'm <laughs> fighting with a fly. I'm fighting with a fly. Is that what's I don't know. It's, it's like these flies. And well, now that I'm here, like I told uh, Rick, there's got to be changes. What does that mean? <laughs> well, number one, you need. Different carpet. Yeah, it's pretty awful, the carpet. Yeah. You, you got to put an animal print. You got to get rid of the um, this light. Too bright? This bright light. Put a, you should notice, Eleanor, put a red, green, or blue bulb in there. You're you're probably right. Dip and right out. now, it actually, I don't know if it's because I'm angry, but I feel like this it's light strobing. is blinking. No, it is. It's it strobing. strobing. Okay, yeah, good. Strobing. I thought I was like yeah, freaking it's, out because I was pissed strobing. off at Ari. Yeah. So you want me to turn it off? Want to do the podcast in the dark? I mean, Will it be dark? Or no, that's that? just the outside red light. Let's see what it looks like. Oh, shit. I think it turns off everything. T- yeah, you have to turn uh, off all the lights. It's a one switcher. All right, all right. Forget it. But you got to get a red bulb. So Listen we'll get a better some bulb. Some lighting. But yeah. I think you're right. Like, uh, If you want people to come down here, the vibe's got... The red walls are cold, the red and white. Couch, nothing I could do with that. I mean, it's awful. Yeah, but it's. I think it's a sofa bed. I think some of the comics live down here. That, yeah, that's got to be it. Yeah, I think it's Yorsi's bed. <laughs> Yorsi's actually <laughs> sleeping under the mattress as we speak. I would just do a shade of purple with the red. Why purple? She would have a fit. No, purple. but purple and red in in this kind of environment is cool. I think this should be all black. No, that's the colors of the store. Who gives a fuck about that? You go, oh. you go, purple walls. Did you guys the, know that uh, Andrew was an interior decorator? You go with right, Max, with I'd, the red I'd, accents. I'd pay top dollar for that. I mean, show. if you're feeling red, red. So, so well, those, they got red. This is what we I'm got, saying. We got some red. Like this is cool. Do you yeah, think that? Yeah, that's like, what I'm. Leave that. You just go with another color on the other walls. Instead of those gay twin brothers, right, I'd like to see a, a home repair show. With dice. With dice picks everything for you. <laughs> I'm good with that stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't he, Max? Yeah, Max like a can... dice interior design. Yeah, that'd oh, be fantastic. great. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, my, my old assistant details, I won't say his full name. Yes! That wound up robbing the comedy store. 
just talked this about This is a guy him. that was a manager. People listening, this is a guy that was a manager at a comedy store. He was a big gay man called a bear. Right. Yeah. Because the big guys are bears, whatever. So the guy left the comedy store and became my assistant. And I would have him go all over town with me because I'd make my own furniture at home. So he'd come into all these stores and I know all the fabrics, you know, (laughs) you know, like, you know, from the silky fabrics to the chenille fabrics. And he goes, why would Dice know the word chenille? (laughs) And I go, because I have all my furniture made. I like furniture to look like. Like it's the Flintstones. That's how big I want a couch. <laughs> okay. You know, I yeah. don't believe in small couches. There's nothing I could do with that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So he would tell me, he goes, you would have really made like a great gay man knowing all this stuff. He goes, I could shop with you all day. And I go, and you will be. Until <laughs> you're falling <laughs> off your feet. And then, um, I don't know. He didn't quit and I didn't fire him. He just told me like, He's going back to to the state where he came from. But before he left, he decided, let me rob the comedy store. Yes, he did. You know, because he knew all the combinations to the safes, and and that's why they had to change him after that. You know, because he just wanted to be tipped for coming here for a few years. Sure. (laughs) You know, and the pay's not that good. Yeah, yeah. So he just robbed the place blind and... um, I mean, he wouldn't be the first or the last. Exactly. Certainly And and he went back to his hometown. Right. That's amazing. It's a beautiful story when you think about it. It's really a great story. When it comes to the shores, you got to get yours any way you can. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a riddle. I I love it. I got paid so poorly by Paulie when I was on the road with him that I ended up having to just pay myself from his T-shirt funds. (laughs) (laughs) It was the only way to really even things out. They all did it. They all did it because he paid so bad. That's terrible. I wanted to see... What? How much I could get away with in order to get fired? That, that was the goal at that point. Yeah, I, like, I remember you opening for him. Yeah, and going I was crazy. like, I just got to get fired. So, <laughs> if he makes two grand this weekend, I should make two grand off of that. That's right. Whoa! And then no, it makes sense. that's awful. And then be like, dude, <laughs> Eleanor, sorry, who bro. likes to steal more than me? This is true. That is one of your favorite things to do. You know, Seven Eleven, get a handful of candy. Yeah, yeah you steal I, candy I, out I, of a Seven Eleven. No, but I steal a lot of different. Th- don't narrow it to Seven <laughs> Eleven. You're not with me all the time. That's true. You did steal a lot out of Guitar Center. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> if I see giveaways, I take them. If it's near the door when you're walking out, I consider it a giveaway. It's, yeah. it's called a display, but yeah. The, no, Giveaway. It was only sense. a kazoo. <laughs> one why, was like a CD I, rack. Number wasn't one, it? to pay for anything, whether it be Sam Ash, the Guitar Center. It's always fun when you first walk in there because it's a musical place. Right. With drums and guitars and ho- it's fun. Now you want to pay for something as simple as a kazoo, a $3 <laughs> item. Yeah, you'd be a sucker to pay for the a typing. That goes on in the computer over something that that small. I go, just put it in your pocket and walk out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you can't put a guitar in your Max, pocket. Max, how nuts is it when we go to Guitar Center? Like your nerves are fried when you walk out. You know, and I'm a musician, and it's the worst. Uh, but, but you, you're, your <laughs> it's nerves the are... worst going to Guitar Center because there's no acoustic drum set up. It's only electronics. Okay. All the acoustics are like 
10 feet high on the wall. They keep Meaning the real drum yeah. sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they have a set or two, they're not tuned. Right. So why would you buy it? You're it not sucks. hearing what it, it sounds like. Yeah. It's and they true. wonder why they're all folding and going out of business. I used to, when I was a kid and I played drums at 16, let's say, I'd walk into Sam Ash, this 20 set set up. Right. Everything's tuned. Up. You could hear what you want. You hit these drums, it sounds like you're hitting paper bags. Right. And nobody working in these places gives a fuck about working there. Whoa. Because yeah. they're all musicians. So they're just looking for a break. They don't give a shit what you buy or don't buy. They don't want to hear Max has a great band called Still Rebel because they want their great band. Right. The thing right. is, they're now 50. <laughs> and they're still... And they're stuck selling fucking kazoos. <gasps> yeah. But that's their problem. Okay. True. Yeah. And, and they're also working... Deep breath. 15 hours a week at Chipotle across the street because <laughs> their band is never Which I would fucking... never even walk into. I don't walk into a restaurant with a name I don't understand. Okay. <laughs> that's a good rule. You know what that's I mean? It's almost rule. like when you go through the, through the airport and you see... I think it's the same store that they just have like some foreign bread... Okay. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Those places that just sell bread for whatever reason? Sure. Do you know what I'm talking they about? They got like Panera and things like that? Yes. That's what, just Panera. bread. Panera, yeah. And, and God forbid they butter something for you, <laughs> cocksuckers. He's so right. God forbid. They, they want you to fill that tip cup, but they don't, oh, well, well, we'll give you the butter. No, no, no. Where am I buttering it? On my lap while I'm waiting for the plane? Where am I buttering it? In the bathroom while I'm taking a fucking leak? Butter the fucking bread or I don't leave you a nickel, not a fucking penny. <laughs> yeah, I support that. Not a penny. And they do. They really don't butter for him. They, like, send him away. They're like, oh, here's a butter. And yeah, we hard. don't do that. Do you do it at home? Do you know how, do you know how butter works? Do you works? wonder why the tip cup has 55 cents in it instead of $55? So bad customer so, yeah, service. They wouldn't even have 55. There is I, no more customer yeah, service. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It's why I go home. It's non-existent. It's why I eat at home. It's why I stay at home. I would I'm take the 55 you. cents out of their tip Chipotle, jar. Chipotle, suck my fucking dick. Change your name. Whoa. <laughs> what are they known down. for? What? Soup? Spicy meat, <laughs> right? Burritos. 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 Never had Mexican food in my life. Wait a minute. Wait, never had Mexican I, do I eat Mexican food? No, but there's certain little things. Like what? That you've tried. Like, like a little street taco. That's cool. We'll have like I, some uh, that's no, plain. carne that's asada. Plain. No, that's plain. plain. Carne asada. I'll ask my the... son, Max, because you've been out of the picture. <laughs> Hold Max, on a I second. Eat, I'm right do here. Do I eat, um, what, what was the thing <laughs> you just carne said? Carne asada. Bur like, burritos? No, no, no. You don't tacos. eat burritos. Let him answer. You I piece mean, of shit. You're not going to have a burrito, but you have had carne asada. Thank Carne you, Max. Asada. Carne asada. All that is. It's meat. Is it Mexican It's a spicy name? meat. No, That's for all skirt I eat. steak. Yeah. yeah. It's skirt steak. I eat that one too, but I don't eat public, a burrito. I've never eaten a burrito. For the general public that likes steak. If you get stuck with this Connie Sonata stuff, <laughs> it's it's just really skirt steak. They just give it like a a Latin name. They put fancy dre uh spices, spices on yeah. it. It's just a bunch it's of cumin very... and pepper. Why did you get angry at that? You don't like... I just hate chains. Yeah, chains, I agree. You know, I agree. I don't like Like Chipotle. you brought up the Chipotle, you know. Yeah. I see a chain, I go the other way. Yeah. I agree. People He's wonder why they walk around like big fat tub of shit. <laughs> big fat fucks walking the street. It's because they just eat in the chains. Sure. They don't care. So they just put anything in their body, anything. You said, hey, it's made everyone else fat as fuck. I might as well get me a little. 
Yeah, and then they want to complain. I look good, right? No, no, you don't look good. You're 100 pounds overweight. <laughs> but I feel good. You know? No, you can't feel good. It's impossible. You can't feel good if you're a big fat tub of shit. You're an asshole. <laughs> Especially that's if you're horrible. ugly on top of it. Yeah, that's, oh, a, br- that's, that's a brutal combo. You, you've heard the expression, oh, fat and ugly. Yeah. What a fucking combo. Yeah, it's not good. I'm doing a bit on it, so don't take that from me. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ricky was going to open Yeah, with because it. When, when I started doing the ugly people bit. Which is great. You know, uh, Eleanor goes, oh, that's, not, you know, it's body shaming. I go, what? What is that? <laughs> I never heard that. You so know, she excited. Goes, body shaming? Yeah. <gasps> people actually say that now? Well, in comedy, <laughs> which I don't practice, is it, you know, you know, I don't As practice. A yeah, yeah. yeah um, you know, now this thing, you can't body sh- What are we talking about then? Yeah. There's nothing left to talk about. You see a cow in the crowd, Ugh. you want to eat that alive. For sure. You know what I mean? You got to point and out I, people's and, and flaws. And I don't mean literally. I mean, like, you got you to gotta sacrifice that person for the other 300 people Absolutely. in the club. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I take that in real life. I'm banned from Twitter right now for telling a snarky twat that she's a snarky twat. Yes. But from this Twitter? Is, yeah. yeah, they banned them. You know what? This this is why I don't do. These yeah, he things. doesn't do that one either. Yeah, they don't. They don't know. It took an hour to get these microphones to work. They don't know the people listening. Yeah, no. they don't know anything. You know, they don't know the mental distress I went through waiting for this moment. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa! whoa. You, did we really put you through mental distress? I, I apologize for that. No. Remember, I was going to leave. I said I'll go outside. I'm sorry. But I said take your time. I I yeah, I just wanted to get out of the room. But yeah, you you can't pick on anything anymore. Yeah, everyone's so sensitive. It's it's way too, I do. It's out of control. I don't care. Me I don't either. Care you know, but but I let people know ugly. I didn't invent ugly. Right. You know, if you got a problem with being ugly, go talk about the to the two people that that mix that DNA to create this <laughs> fucking beast of a human being. Yeah. Jesus. Don't get mad at me. I, I agree, hundred percent. Go home. Tell your parents. What well, What were you thinking? Did you think this was going to be a good mix? <laughs> Right. Did you think you were going to cha- change the chain of people that were coming before me? Look at your family. Look at dad's family. It's all ugly. Why would you fuck? Yeah. Why would you make the Jesus. worst creation? It's like a painting that got all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a people person. I Obviously. love people. Yeah. Obviously. My son will vouch for me. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Isn't he, Max? Yeah. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> no, he's no, not. I'm, I'm goofing. He is nice. He is nice. Yeah, of course but, but he when is. I'm doing my comedy, you know, it's a different Wait. side of me. Okay, so speaking of comedy, can you bring us back to when you first came to the comedy store and what your impression of it was? February '79. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And what was I mean? Because you always tell me about LA and how. Empty. Overly empty. Yeah, it was empty. Yeah, I loved L.A. when I came. I still love L.A., but when I first came out here, there was no Chipotles, you understand? <laughs> there was no strip malls. Right. right. When you would drive down La Cienica and hit... Um, Beverly uh, Center? But Yeah, Beverly Boulevard. Oh, okay. There was no Beverly Center. That was the point was I was going to make that you just ruined. Oh, I'm sorry. There was no Beverly Center. You get right, it? Right, yeah. And across the street, you know where the drugstore is? Yeah, right. That's off. all that was there. Wow. There was nothing attached. There was no Jambas attached. Yes. There was no sporting good place attached. There was no groceries attached. There was no traffic. 
It's right. amazing. You understand? You you could. You're a guy. You go on uh, skateboards, right? Uh, no. not anymore. But no, but when you I was used younger, to, yeah. yeah. You could have just took a skateboard right from the top of Sunset in La Cienica and went flying past Beverly. That's wow. how long you could have went without traffic. And right at the top of Sunset in La Cienica where that building is. Right. Okay. All that was there was an old mansion with red lights because it was a whorehouse. <gasps> and different celebrities would go there to get their ass whacked. <laughs> you know, and I won't say their names, but I knew who some of them were. Right. You know, I didn't know him personally, but you'd hear the stories that would come from that yeah, place. Who was coming in? And, and there were women out. sitting on. It was like an old store, like a Victorian house with a big front porch and red light. And the fucking hooers would sit there. You throw them ten dollars, they take you inside. It meant nothing to them. Wow. Yeah, and I, I never, I regret never going in there. Because I would just pick them off here at the comedy store. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Just right down Cheaper. the block. And trust me, and fat and ugly you. meant nothing to me back then. <laughs> it was a 10. You know, you're the cover girl here. Come on over. Come you're on. Cover. I live right up here, Cresto. Yeah, drive me up there. How you doing? Drive me. You know what I mean? It was cheaper, obviously, yeah. to pick up. Let me tell you how girl. giant I'm going to be as a comic. Well, you blow me. I, I, <laughs> I'm allowed to talk like that in front of my son. He's 26 He's years old. He's old enough, yeah. He's yeah. Ma- yes. Yeah, when, when he, he was his younger. Blow jobs. <laughs> Good you know job, I mean? Matt. He works on it Proud himself. Proud of you, huh? I, I was always, he doesn't yeah. talk like that, Eleanor. He Don't doesn't. say that to him. <laughs> I was always amazed when, when they were younger. Like, they were in high... I think Max was in high school and Dylan was even younger. How... You didn't, you didn't say inappropriate things in front of him, and I was constantly like, "How does he not? How does he turn it off when he's around his right. kids?" Because that's the other side. Yeah, that's it's the it's, human. Yeah. You know, when I get interviewed today, and they go, "Well, you know, that it's still who's the guy on stage?" Who's you right? Know, I go, "I'm all of it. Yeah. We're all all of it. Yeah, yeah for only sure. I'm a guy that gets to go on stage and talk about all of it. Right? You know, and then I go home and I'm half normal, Max." You're definitely a more chilled out version. Yeah, I'm yeah. chill at home. Like right now, the lights in my house, it's a whole it's a whole vibe. Yeah. The lavas are going. It looks like the mansion on the... The corner? It looks like the mansion, yeah. <laughs> like if you drove by my house, you would see like... You wouldn't get it. Like you'd see red lights upstairs coming from the windows. But it's a real home. Right. And you'd go like, what is that? <laughs> what, what's like, happening? Here? Like why is that house lit up like that because you know it's inside sure but even the outside lights are all colors so during the day it's nice and bright the way it should be and then at night the house turns into a version of dice right it gets all the colors all the different shades 50 shades of clay yes <laughs> you know what i mean i feel like we really an are. amateur movie but we're the, the house on the block that like I don't know. I mean, some people like us, but I feel like there's definitely some houses that are not into us. Some people walk by with their dog like, what is this? Yeah, like this there's is... this little girl who walks by with her mom. And, she likes us. Well, the little girl does, but the mom's kind of like, She's you know, like, don't go in them. there. Like, <laughs> don't, Stay away yeah, don't, don't pass, don't that pass gate, the gate. You know? No trick-or-treating at this house. You know, you got to understand these same people walk by at midnight with their dogs, and we're always out of the house. Right. We're either on the front porch, the backyard, there's yelling. 
there's a lot of weed smoke that's, that's <laughs> coming from the front. Yeah. Which uh, you know, sometimes I feel bad, sometimes I don't. I never feel bad. Don't. No, not in California. Only if there's like kids, you know, because there are a lot of kids around, so it'll be like no, maybe but that's we not during go the in day. the back. I'm talking at night. It's, yeah, like, it's night. happened in the day. Well. Oh. Somebody we'll just outed you. <laughs> no. Not me. I'm him. kidding. Yeah, him, him, yeah. Like, there were times I, I see Max and Dylan, and I go, and I want to talk to him about something, but I sort of see something, and I'll go, do you guys smoke? Oh. And, oh, just a little. Like, daytime smoke, they'll say. Yeah. Daytime smoke? What's the difference? You just take, like, a hit. Yeah, you just you like know. a toke. Just even that out. Right? Just yeah, even just out. to put yourself in a good way. Yeah. Today was a fun. And then day. I can talk. He thinks I can't like talk when I'm high, but I can talk better. Right. When I'm high. More the open. Is down. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm down to talk business. Oh, we are so Dylan gets me so stoned at night. Like I don't even know what's going on like like he'll he'll in the middle of a joint he'll go, "Yeah, pop, you know." Oh. Which is right there. You go this isn't what I did with my dad. <laughs> you know, we got a fire pit going. Right. And, you know, I got like this new backyard set up. With front. And I go, take a hit. And I go, all right, you know. And then like I'll take the hit and I f- I'm frozen. Like I go, what, I- what is this? And he goes, it's indica like you like. I go, is it like a power indica? Because I can't move. Yeah. <laughs> One hit. And I just can't even. Do you know? Can I tell them late at night when it's when I go up? I'll normally leave them about three, three thirty, whatever it is in the morning. Which is the other night I come home. I'm not. I'm not looking back. Was it last night when I came home? And you just open the door. It's like three o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's coming out. Well, if I hear if I know he's coming home and I hear the car, I figure why not just open the door. It's like yeah. you know? they're the parents waiting for the child to get home. <laughs> so then we hung out like Dad, the rest where have of the you night. Been? <laughs> no, then we hung out the rest of the night and got That's stoned out. But there's a thing because I, I got to go up like these two short flights of stairs. So when the three of us are just obliterated oh. by the end of the night, <laughs> when I'm going up the steps, I don't even know how this really started. They'll like um, encourage it. They'll like go like Max will be like, what, "What do you say? Like, what's an example?" Well, he'll keep saying, "You know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make Get it up the steps or whatever." Of course. <laughs> and it's like, "No, nah, you can in do the it." Kitchen, you know, so fifty feet away. Every few steps will be like, "You know, you got it." You know, just, <laughs> yeah, like you got it, like a baby. You got and one going, step at a time, and I'm going three more steps. I'm going to do it. And, you know, and they're going, that's it, dog. You got this. You got this. Because sometimes we smoke so much when we're out there, you just can't move. That's a very supportive family. That's There's been nice a lot of weed yeah. lately. There's yeah. been a lot of I love weed it. lately. Yeah, I, it's I, so weird to I me remember, that they love it. Yeah, I remember. No, but it's better than drinking. It's better. Yeah, I agree. Because alcohol just... makes you all stick. This, you can have conversations. We talk about comedy, acting, right. music. We talk about it all. I used to uh, get high with wheels, and then he was very concerned that you were going to find out. And so I, I, I was always smoking, and he'd be like, do you smoke before you came over here? Yeah. Like, let me, let me yeah, tell you something. Don't let, don't let I, it wheels go. was so happy oh, God, when I yeah. started smoking. I bet. He goes, I've been smoking for 25 years. You just never know. 
Yeah. He goes, I'm stoned half the time I'm with you. Yeah. That's what a genius he is. Okay. That I never even knew it. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, she's jealous of Wheels. I'm not jealous of him. Because he's can't an entrepreneur. Call him a genius because she's a... he hid something no, from no, you. No, that's, that's not, not what a why genius he's a genius. Is. She's always he, been he's... jealous of Wheels. <laughs> right now, always. you know, Wheels Wheels has a giant manager. He's got um Oh the shoot, fuck I forgot his, his name. name. Damn it. It is TV. a good one. Uh Ray Romano. Ray Romano. He's got his manager. And okay. I can't think of the guy's okay. name, but he's great. And Wheels isn't just starting out. And all of a sudden, he scores Ray Romano's manager. Sure. He's great, the guy. Then Wheels decided, while he's waiting to get his own show, you know, he'll, he'll just become Las Vegas' number one real estate agent. But he, okay. but you got to take all kinds of tests. Sure. You yes. know, for that shit. He you does get your it. license. He learned the whole thing in like a couple weeks. Okay. Passed the tests. Got a hundred on every test. <laughs> Gets a hundred. Aced it. <laughs> Look how jealous. Look. I'm not jealous. Because he's making millions You're... of dollars selling the biggest homes in Las Vegas. I want him to make the millions of dollars. She's been jealous of wheels I... for at least 15 years. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and she's also jealous that he's my first best friend. Okay, but I just, I'm jealous yeah. because I don't have a number. Like, he's one. Tom is Tom two. Tom Green is two. No. Steve Wheels is, is one. Three. No, he's not. Please, you're going to give the public... She doesn't even know the order. It's out of control. No, because there's only three top spots. Right. So, Gold, Steve Arnold, Gold. who I'm very close with, I didn't want to make him number three. Sure. So, you know, he really amped up his game with me. Okay. So, Wheels is my first best friend. This is so Steve bad. Steve Arnold is my first best friend and a half. That's nice. That's a nice And touch. Tom Green is my second best friend. Right. Now, Steve could never take over spot number one, because, it, but I didn't want to put him on three. Yeah, that's But you could give him a half. You're my first best friend and a half. And Tom Green disappeared for a while, so I couldn't up him to first best friend and a half. This is the Tom Green? Yeah. Yeah, okay. the Tom Green, the All greatest right. in the world, Tom we Green. Love Tom. We love Tom. love. Freddie Got Fingers, yeah. one of the finest. Freddie Got yeah. Fingers, you got to see what he fingers. Every well, chick's okay. a 10. Okay, this is... <laughs> you know... No ugly chicks for Tom Green. No, he does not Never. believe in ugly. The king of Canada. Yeah. yeah. I love Tom, and I love his choice on chicks, and <laughs> Tom Green should have his own show. I'm going to make sure he gets his I own agree. show. I agree. I think yeah. Tom Green's He's hilarious. one of the funniest guys in the world. He's just organically funny. His show he had on MTV when I was in high school was one of the things that really made me want to get into comedy. Well, because of, because of so him, ridiculous. that's how all that jackass stuff Oh, yeah. certainly. Yeah. Certainly and, catalyst for that. But no, it was him. Yeah. What are you talking about catalyst? No, I'm saying he was the first, and then they they, they ripped it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not even about ripping off. They just not continued off, it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. But, you know, he was the best because he was the first. You know, who paints their parents like Rainbow? Yeah. <laughs> who does that? Yeah. Tom and Green. they still love him. Oh, his parents are the best. The slut mobile when he painted (laughs) sluts on his dad's car. (laughs) Dad, I thought you just liked sluts. And I thought I would be nice to paint sluts on the hood of your car, Exactly. And and Marie, you know, I'm on a first name basis with his mom. We've gotten Well, obviously, he's your second best friend. Is that Not Marie, Marianne. 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 And uh, she is just the great. We got so fucked up together on the phone. (laughs) You know, uh, me, Tom, and his mother. She's just, now I know where Tom gets his humor. Because right. she's fucking hysterical. And, um, no, because I, I won't talk about what Tom went through. He went through something with his father, and his father's fine. But unless he gave me permission, I wouldn't talk about it on the air. But 
we love his dad and, and you know, he, I, I guess I can say it, you know, um, <laughs> no, it's serious. This was, this what? was, this was serious as far. I told you, what do you, what do you, I thought you were going to say something dead? else and don't call me brain dead. I, go she's, ahead. Just say you, it, man. Thinking about Why no, don't you got to be so negative? got hit by a car. Yes. Uh, around Christmas time. Okay. And it was really bad. And his father's not a kid. You know, he's yeah, like yeah. in the 70s. He's like totally recuperated now. Well, that's good. You know, anybody else went to May. I mean, it, I mean, he went flying over the... He got hit hard. So that night, Tom called me, and we just... Me, him, and his mother just stayed on the phone for hours. You know, and, uh, you know, she's just the funniest woman. Because we were drinking, we were smoking. They're in Canada, I'm in L.A. Right. And I'm going, light up another one. And his brother was sleeping. I said, leave him that way. I never <laughs> want to know the brother. You're evil. <laughs> no, so that's mean. the big joke, that whenever you call, the brother's always sleep. I couldn't tell you how old he is. I couldn't tell you if he's married. I couldn't tell you if he's a kid. I he's never sleeping. even knew he had a that's brother. That's it. He doesn't talk. That's the beauty of the I brother. I love it. And as far as I know, maybe he's making the brother up. Secret brother. You know, <laughs> but he ain't making the chicks up. They're all over the place. They're all over him. He knows a girl with the biggest tits in the world. What? She claims she's got the biggest tits in the world. Is she in like the Guinness Book or something? No, she's on, she, he showed it to me on, on a phone. It was a like... while ago. This is a couple years ago. Yeah. And I was like, Tommy, you got to bang that out. Titties that big. No, yeah. the biggest tits in the world. And I you're feel not like you're making that? fun of what, me. What are you crazy? Bring her over here. <laughs> are you making fun of me? I don't go- understand. She's getting what? jealous of the big tits. Now. Sunflower seed tits over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that works for Eleanor. Her body wouldn't really work with gigantos. Well, yeah. I don't see why not. The back would break. Because you're eight inches wide and three and a half inches deep. That's not real. <laughs> no, if you measured Eleanor right now, Look shoulder to shoulder. Look at trying to think it out like what? No, that- remember, you don't remember when I took a tape measure? <laughs> yeah. No. Was I it, sleeping? It was at the Courtney house. <laughs> and um, so I wanted to measure her width and her depth. Right. I'm not talking about her bottom half is wider. That's that's her selling point. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? But, sure. But if you go shoulder to shoulder, you, you know, it was eight inches or eight Something and a half like inches. That. He did measure me. And, it was uncomfortable And like from for like sure. chest to back is like, like three and a half inches deep. Something like that. Like from front to, I'm going, that's all you are. It's... Yeah. <laughs> It's not. Yeah. You know that's what I a mean? horrible way to say it. That's all I am is eight inches wide and three inches deep. That's hurtful. But yeah. I will use no, it. No, but it's not hurtful. Yeah. It's better than saying you're two and a half feet wide. Oh. You used to have and, a great And you're a bit. foot and a half deep. Yeah, you used to have a great bit about how you love to fuck fat chicks and you liked them. I think it was two, two feet, feet deep from, from oh, belly no, to yeah, back. Two feet deep from belly to back with a triple chin on the back of a neck. Love handles. Right. Yeah, but I still talk neck. about fat girls. I'm obsessed with fat girls. <laughs> I just can't have one living in the house. It don't look right. I understand. You can, Yeah, you can have one on the side. I think there's a lot of, of dudes that follow that practice. Yeah, and, and I can't see a wife even. If a wife is like a 10 from an 8 to a 10. Sure. And she finds out, you, you know. You know, um, you have an affair with 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 Blubbo, with Fat Patrice, <laughs> whatever her name is. Yeah, Beatrice, we'll call her whatever. Beatrice is a good, <laughs> fat girl. It, it, you know, yeah. it should just be like shocking to the wife, going, "Look at me, and and look at that house of a human." You did that. That you did for three years. Yeah, that's your fault. But yeah, I go, on. you know what? Because I love you. 
I would never want you to compete with someone I'm having an affair with. Sure. <laughs> Plus, you could probably get away with doing things to the blubbo that you wouldn't do to your beautiful wife. No, I would do it to both because I care for them equally. <laughs> okay. But I wouldn't embarrass the wife. Like if the wife goes to a friend, I found out he's having an affair, and you're not going to believe it. You know, she she's you know she's the size of our fucking truck. You know. <gasps> So the woman that she's telling, she go, you should be happy. Right. He's not doing it for her looks. He's doing it just to kill the daytime. That that doesn't make anybody feel good. Like, that that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Max, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, as a, a female like point of view. you a fat girl on uh, the side. I'm, I've never been into the, the heavy thing. <laughs> oh, you know what's great about well, yeah, Max? Max has some uh, great ones. I'm not into no, it. No, I got I to tell you this. <laughs> I'm not Max. either. So, it just seems weird. I'm too so, skinny, I think. You know, this is going on for you know, for a while now. That uh, like if if I point a girl out to Max, I go, you know what? I like her. He'd go. He gets indignant. He'll go, no, Dad, no. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, what's wrong with her? And he goes, you're not going with that. <laughs> I wouldn't allow you as your son to go with that. Like, why her? Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I love him. The main reason, okay, number one though, with everything he's done in the past few years, yeah, career-wise, head back to the A-list. You know, it's yeah, you can have got, anybody. Yeah. Okay. So there's no reason to waste any time. Why settle? With no, that. it's not about selling. If I can have anybody, why not just pick anybody? <laughs> not any somebody beautiful, you know, somebody, some, not just anybody. Guy in the world, he I love is. Him. He he's your standards. He's oh yeah. yes. But there's a lot of girls he picks out that are not what he should be picking You're out. Yes, you you expect a higher caliber. Sometimes I agree, Max. Yeah. Here's this one girl who he doesn't even know is homeless. <laughs> that. He's been talking to, and I'm like, you don't... I'm not talking to her on the phone. I see her at Starbucks. Yeah. You know, we're friends. How do you know she's homeless? This is my favorite no, wait story, a minute, by the way. Because he knows... Tell her. Me and Don hang out at a lot of coffee houses. <laughs> okay. And you know how there's, like, those crazy people who hang out at coffee houses? Like, sure. They're there all the That's time, life, every yeah. day. Yeah. They're there. And there's just this one lady yeah. he's been talking to who's a crazy coffee house person who and i'm not judging her on possibly being homeless it's all right if you do we That's, judge you know, on this it's, show. it's totally we have uh, a disclaimer you can shit all over but it's not like a relationship no where we, you I know. know i'm aware that's just our producer it's just nice people i'm a people person if i, I meet someone it. nice so what if they live out of a refrigerator say, box right <laughs> you you'd throw a I dog a bone <laughs> so go ahead what's man. going on with the sound ari what did Ari do? Oh, Ari. Ari, it was going perfect. On with the sound? What the fuck are you doing, Ari? There's a lot of reverb on these headphones yeah, now. Yeah, it doesn't sound... Ari, talk. why would you come here to specifically fuck this up? He he creeped it's in. It's good now. Who is oh, this wait. guy? He's our producer, but... What? Okay. We're going. Yeah, we're going, <laughs> but and you're I, making I really reverb. Love, like if I show Max a picture of somebody, he'll turn his head like he's sorry he saw the picture. He'll go like this, he'll go... Uh. No, no. <laughs> you're setting. Yeah. No, you're, I mean you're his father. He, he wants expects the best for more you. from his father. Well, you know, 
I want him to, to have a good girlfriend. What, I know. I just want you to get someone hot. You know? You're his father, and he, you're, he's also a yeah, fan goes, of yours. Dad, so he don't want to see you. You're list again. You're working for Warner Brothers. You're in Star is Born. You got your own TV show. Why her? <laughs> Why exactly. the homeless Why lady? Because from... she looks like a fighter. <laughs> like she's you know been punched I mean? around. Yeah. No, like, or she know, could take a punch. You know, if the nose is all fucked up. You're into that. He does center. like them a little off. Yeah, like a tiny yeah, bit Eleanor. off. Eleanor's okay, a beautiful a, girl, okay. right? Sure. Thank you. Okay. But she's not what you'd call perfect. Okay. Uh, Who is, though? No, Thanks, they, Max. No, they're all. <laughs> models are perfect. Yeah, there I, is I like I don't want to go with a model. It's too. Like, like my son Dylan, he's not even looking for a ton of girls, he wants one. He wants like a Victoria's Secret model, model. that's wow. nice, and he's all good. That's his he thing. He doesn't need a hundred of them. He wants one. He just wants one Max, perfect chick. Max, uh, Max, he's talking about me. He'll come home and tell me about a chick he's dating that has a walker. Is that true? <laughs> Max does like Max, older he's, women. He's sometimes. making it, you know. <laughs> You got definitely for disabled chicks, Max. No, he's no, made. No, no, no. I like. I've happened to go out with you know certain women in their forties. Okay, he's making it seem like they're in their seventies. But yeah, no, I usually and, like yeah. women just a little bit older than me. And, and what happens is when he when he meets one, like I always use like Eleanor as an example. Like I go, you see Eleanor. Eleanor's like a real woman. Like okay. she likes, oh, thank like, you. If a guy might be two years younger or two years, it's all good by her. Right. But she don't want a guy, you know, that, that you know, she walked to school. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. You she, know, in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's not looking I for go, a kid. So those kind of women that'll go with the young guys. Cougars. Are, yeah. Yeah. I go. No felonies. The, the crazy will come out. Eventually. And it normally comes out quicker than I even think. Yeah. Because he went with one and, and the next day after we spent the night. It's all kinds of texts. She wants to settle down. I just want to talk to you. Why won't you pick up? And by day two, if him not even, he doesn't carry his phone half the time. This message is like, I knew it was going to be like this. Uh, FYI, you know, F you. No. And, and he didn't even see any of her texts yet. And she's building a whole fight based on one night or two nights. They she's, she's had bad relationships, relationships in the past. <laughs> And she found this young piece of beef, and she's a little upset that handsome. someone else is, is uh, trying handsome. to snack on but, it. But I'll say to Max, like, he wants me with a 10. I go, he should be with a girl, like, your age. Right. You know, beautiful, nice. And Max is thinking, have you yeah. ever talked to these girls? There? I think it's a lot harder to meet someone my own age. I mean, I feel like it's way easier to relate to somebody even 15, 20 years older. But just, I mean, just, you, think uh, you were an older soul, though, always. Cause always. When you were true. when you were fourteen or fifteen, you were sitting at a table hanging with us. Fourteen, fifteen. How about twelve? Yeah. You yeah. just don't realize it, Rick. When we were doing all that footage. Yeah, yeah. That. That's what I mean. Like he, he was sit there. He had a couple friends, but he was hanging with. 20, 30-year-old comics acting he normal. He his back rubbed on the wall of the comedy store. Oh, yes, have girls he did. rub his back. That is, that is nuts, though. And I'd I be was... right behind him with another girl rubbing mine. Or Botafuco. Unless it was her. Oh, Botafuco, yeah. Botafuco had fingers. the thumbs, though. I couldn't turn that down. It was the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. Is you, know, you telling Botafuco to rub your back. The greatest thumbs in the history of mankind. <laughs> That's that it. man could lift the car with just his thumb. Inside scoop on Butterfuka. Most people don't but know. But tell the story with what happened that night. 
Oh, with him, uh, with what's her name? Mary Pat or Mary Jo. Mary Jo, I think her name is. And they were sitting in the kitchen and Patty were all... No, I was in a bad mood. Yes, but they were all sitting in the back bothering. He was in a bad mood. He had a headache. Okay. And she kept saying... Yeah, his neck was bothering. But basically, he just wanted Patafuco to rub his neck. Sure. No, I didn't. Oh, you would you didn't want him that this is, night. This is why we're not together. Okay, know. you know what? Then why don't you tell the story? All I remember is you getting told the, the story right to people when you're not on a podcast. I all I remember podcast, is the four you of you guys sitting you don't on know the when benches. To shut your mouth. You guys were you sitting don't know in how the to kitchen tell a story, on couple. the benches. You don't correct? know how to act were you, like a human being. Or were you not sitting on the benches in the kitchen? You were sitting on those benches. Were you? I was in the kitchen. Sitting on the benches. Yes, Patty Rosh. And Mary Jo. I don't even remember Patty, Patty Ross, Ross was there. And okay. Mary Jo and Joe Buttafuoco, which no. is really hard to say. Mary Jo. You Joe came and Joe. to me and said, <laughs> I was getting you Mary Jo came to you and I said, Tonight my neck is killing me. You know, and then Mary Jo comes in the kitchen. Right. I go, My, my neck, my head is killing me. She goes, Your head is killing you. I got a bullet in mine. <laughs> you know? That was when and, Patty and she Ross goes, fell And down. she goes, I'll have Joey rub rub your neck, you know. So I go, he'll rub my neck, you know. So we go outside in the front of the store, and he starts digging his thumbs into my neck, and I'm just falling in love. <laughs> With Botafuco. So Details was nearly right. <laughs> Details. I nearly left with him. His thumbs were so good. That's I'm going, no chick I ever went with, no two, three chicks at a time, could rub the knots in my neck That's the way how- Butterfuco did. Did his thumbs almost compete with Wheels for the number one best friend? No. Wheels, <laughs> you got to understand, Wheels is not like us. Wheels is a different level than yeah. us. You know, it, it doesn't matter that he's not a superstar comic yet. His thinking is way beyond where we could ever go. Sure. That's why he's okay. an entrepreneur. Okay, I, I what? I can't even Jealous? Think. He's number I'm one real jealous. estate agent in the world. I'm not jealous. And jealous. I'm our not. Podcast, our I podcast. I don't even care. Was number 23 Your podcast was great. I remember. I was on that podcast quite a few times. We still do Christmas and New Year's specials. It's, it's one of the best. People ask all the time, when is it coming back? Because I don't have time because now I'm working. I know, and I'm excited about that. And I was excited. We didn't even about talk about the TV show. So Why did he leave? He has to do a spot. We Who can is pa- he? Want to pause now. it? We can pause it and start over when he's done. No, I want we you. Can keep I want you going head to head. That's right, toe to toe. Toe to toe. Want to go right, toe Mac? to toe? Talk to Let's keep go that momentum. Toe to toe. Keep the momentum going. Well, uh, yeah, you just don't have to argue with me on every point. Anyway, Max. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to you to tell the story cuz this is my favorite story of you coming to the comedy store. And I mean I got oh, Mitzi's I impression impression of you. Like she would always tell me, you know, he was a star walking up. But you walking up and seeing her, what was your side like? I, I couldn't care less. I You got to understand. You were being introduced no, to the comedy no. store though. That was a no, big this deal is what to happened. you. This is what happened. Okay. I was only in comedy about six months, and Mitchell Walters, a comic, yes, saw me. He was just back in Brooklyn from L.A. visiting, and I was playing Pip's Comedy Club, and I was doing the Jerry Lewis Travolta act, and he came over to me, and he was like, you have to come to L.A. You know, you just have to come to L.A., and he took my father's phone number, and my dad had a process-serving agency at the time, and he was the manager. 
Yeah. You know, he became my manager the first night I went on stage. So amazing. So Mitchell kept calling my father, like he was on a mission to get me to come to L.A. I was only in the business six months, so when I say I don't care, yeah. I didn't care when I met her, it's only because I haven't been doing this for years. I'm doing it for six months, so finally we decided that I'd go out to L.A. for two weeks. And... First, I did a showcase in Reno on the way. Uh, no, no, Lake Tahoe, then Vegas with uh, Buddy Hackett's son, Sandy, on the way to L.A. Oh, wow. And all right, let me just cut to L.A. So I go on at the comedy store here, and I do 28 minutes. And you're supposed to do like, I don't know, three. whatever it was. Three, three. five, whatever it was. <laughs> and I just do my whole act. And as I come off, this uh, MC starts yelling at me in the aisle. Do you who the fuck do you think you are? This and that going up there. You nearly did a half hour. And I just looked at the guy calm, and and I go, "Are you the owner?" <laughs> and he goes, "No, I'm the MC. I got the power here to put you on, and I'm not going to put you on again. Supposed to do five minutes, you know." I go, "I I didn't travel three thousand miles to do five minutes." I go, let the owner tell me I shouldn't do my act the way I'm supposed to do it. That just blew him off, you know. It's amazing. And um, so I, I stayed with a friend of mine in Alhambra, and the next day I get a call from the comedy store that you need to come and sign papers, that you're independent. Like, I, I just got accepted as a regular. How right. people would know it. Yeah. And I said, all right, great, you know. I'll come over there later, tonight goes no you got to come this afternoon because mitzi wants you to uh do westwood tonight and i go what's westwood i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> you know because there's another comedy store in westwood and she wants you on but you got to sign you know papers that you you know whatever you know yeah, that i'm an yeah. independent performer yeah and you're said, a paid right, regular. come over so i come here in the afternoon it's a rainy day and there's trailers in the back parking lot. And out of the trailers comes Henry Mancini and Kirk Douglas. Oh, wow. And I couldn't even believe what I was seeing because it's fucking Kirk Douglas. Yeah. You know, and Peter Gunn. That's how I laid in the Pink Panther, Henry Mancini. They were doing a commercial in the main room. So anyway, I signed the papers. That night I go to Westwood. Then this lady, uh, Adele, I think. Was it Adele or Adele? I always forget. But she was from, like, New York also. She mm -hmm. loved me, this lady. You would have loved her, Max. She older? <laughs> she had an El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, she Delicious. <laughs> right so up your alley, Max. Westwood, and they said, um, you have to come to the Sunset Store now. Mitzi wants to meet you. Because I didn't meet her the night, the night before. And I'm like, tonight, you know. I go, can't I come by tomorrow? No, she wants to meet you. She's the owner of the club. So I was actually, my friend lived in Alhambra. He was from, he was one of the original Nostrum schmucks from my neighborhood. <laughs> and he married this, this Mexican girl in Alhambra. So the first night I was there, she had a girlfriend come over. Okay. They had a little apartment. This is the, the night I, you know, basically did the audition. And the friend didn't leave, so I banged her on the couch. And... <laughs> And my friend's wife got all mad about it because 
the whole apartment was the size of this room. Right. So she heard you knocking that thing so, out. Yeah. So, so anyway. She was I, probably I, jealous. I, so the next night, we go to the Westwood Comedy Store. I do my set. Now I come here. And Mitzi's in the back parking lot with um, Mitchell Walters, Ollie Joe Prada, August Hamilton, Oi, Alan Stevens. <laughs> and, um, wow. and I think... Was Biff Maynard stand? I don't, I don't remember. Right. But I know those four were there. And I just took my time walking down the alley. But she, like, fell apart for some reason from me. She said it was like a catwalk. She said it was like a... Yeah, I'm just walking, smoking. I'm not running to her. <laughs> right. Why would I run to this woman? I don't know who you don't the know fuck her. you are. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know, I don't talk to strangers, really. Oh. You know, and um, and she said to me, she said... You're a movie star. I said, well, I hope so, you know. She goes, how long are you out here for? I go, two weeks. She goes, no, 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 you got to stay. She goes, I'm, I'm going to move you into Crest Hill. Okay. So, um, so Yako Smirnoff. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't see him yet. The last time I saw Yakov was like six months earlier in New York. He used to come to Dangerfields. Yeah. You know, he just got here from Russia. But I liked him. So when I would see him, I put my arm around him. Hey, Yakov, how you doing? So, so Mitzi tells him, this guy Andrew Clay is going to move up to the house. And he's like, oh, no, not him. And she goes, why not him? He goes, he would like put his arm around me and like... It's from Brooklyn, you know how he talks. You know? Yeah. In the meantime, I got him in my new season of Dice. Yeah, he 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 actually told me similar story oh, when I interviewed him about about Crest Hill. How he had to paint was, the room was, and get it ready. Yeah. So he just painted the whole room red. <laughs> the carpet was red. The furniture was red. The dresser, the mirror. No, the mirror was gray. The whole room was red, other than other than like the bathtub. We right. should get him Which down was, here. Oh, it was amazing. Because <laughs> he didn't give a everything. shit. He didn't even want me moving out. And we became best friends, me and Yakov. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yakov had to do all sorts of carpentry he, he and do stuff. He the carpentry. Yeah. He was the smartest one in the house. Yeah. Yakov was driving around. Like in a Bentley. No, no. Let me tell you what he did. So he goes to, to Germany. He buys two Mercedes. Right. Comes back. He sells one for full price like they sell here. Keeps the other one, goes to London, gets himself a, a Rolls Royce. Roll, that's what it was, Rolls Royce. Nobody could Ships pay that rent. Yeah. I didn't pay rent for six years. <laughs> yeah. When my career took off, Mitzi called my father. I owed her six years' rent because I just didn't want to pay. Yeah. You know, you told me to live there. Right. You know, but it was only 200 a month, six years. Figure it out. It's like six grand, something like that. Wow. And not a bad deal for six years. Yeah, right. living right and, above the club. And then when I got married, like, to my first wife, not not their mom, there was, like, an offshoot before that. I recall. <laughs> like, yeah, like a like a starter, like a wife starter. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So when Mitzi, like, <laughs> nobody knew we were married. I told, oh, this is the fucking bad. <laughs> All right. So I get a call from this girl. I don't want to say who it is. Who even knows, if, you know, where she is. If Wheels can't find her on the internet. <laughs> She's gone. We Wheels is the, nothing you can he's do the about num it. number one no, private Wheels, investigator Wheels, you know in, in America. Today, everything's yeah. hacking. Sure. Wheels was able to hack with a rotary. 
<laughs> if Wheels wanted to get into the White House with a rotary and talk he could to do the pre president, he could do it. Yeah. He could do anything with the phone. It was amazing. So anyway, I'm with this girl. She calls me. I'm in Brooklyn. I left for a few weeks. She calls me up. I'm pregnant. So I'm like, all right, come to Brooklyn. We'll get married, whatever. And she was like a real farmer. Like okay. She came from a fucking farm. Yeah. Like the real deal, like the movie Paulie did. Son-in-law, yeah. yeah. Only not as exciting as the movie. I remember actually you telling Max on the phone when we were in New York that you said, uh, yeah, I got this guy Rick opening for me. And you said, no, you'll like him. He's funny. He, he's not a farmer, but he's of farm people. <laughs> <laughs> I just started loud. I'm like, Always that's the funny. best introduction I ever had. Well, well, this girl was a farmer. Right. So. And I already spent like a couple of weeks on the farm with her. I went with her for a while, like like Eleanor. Okay. You know, no, because how many years? He we went with you. That's what we he's went, saying. We went together for five years, four or five years, five no, years. I told Going you steady. six, and you said six. four. You said six. I said five. And you, no, you said, said four. I'm counting the extra. I said, I said yeah, the five. Aftermath. And I said yeah, it's five. Six. And you said five. Is What's happening right now? Down here? What are you scratching? Take a look. Well, you made it red. Irritated. Oh. You scratched it. Just that. Okay. So any, it's probably Eleanor's jealousy biting your neck from across the well, room. Well, anyway, so so because <laughs> I met this girl's parents, you know, I told my mother about them, and she goes, "Don't have them come here." <laughs> from what you're telling me, I'll have nothing. I go, Ma, you you won't have a fucking word to say to this, these fucking people. They're real farm people. Right. <laughs> You know, the mother's got the beehive. Super classy. The father tried to kill me in a lake. He dragged me in the fucking lake. I tried to water ski. Her and her sister were water skiing like Olympic champions. This <laughs> <laughs> picturing dice water skiing. You know, is... so, so I figured, all right, I'll give it a shot. And they put me on the land. To pull stop. you in, yeah. So I go about 10 feet and sure. I fall. Yeah. And the, they're all laughing and the father's dragging me. And I'm bouncing in the water, Son holding on to the thing. And the brother who wouldn't talk to me, she had two brothers. One was the size of this room, and the other one was like Jethro from the Bev just Got ripped. It. Yeah. Never wore shirt, just blue jeans. You know? <laughs> so I figured I could talk to this guy, you know? Alpha so type. I, so I come outside, I try to talk to him, light a cigarette, and I go, so uh, you like growing up, you know, with all this? You know, the farm, all the... He just looks at me, he goes... I just like to stay to myself. What a conversation. Right. Right? What do you mean? I, I really don't want to talk to you. I go, why not? You're just going to use my system number. I go, no, I'm not. You know, why would I do that? I'm, I'm here on the farm. Yeah, why would <laughs> you, you know come to I mean? the farm? Oh, so uh, long story short, she comes to Brooklyn my father, I told you, had the process-serving agency, right? So yeah. he got some judge he knows to marry us. Okay. Like right in his fucking office. Like in the judge's chambers. Right. So now we come back to L.A. And the honeymoon was hysterical. At the fucking Golden Gate Motel in Brooklyn in oh, Sheepshead Bay with the shaking God. bed. Because I had to do governors <laughs> that weekend. Yeah. You know. And she comes out of the bathroom with the bouquet. All like nude, whatever. And I'm like, I, I, I got to go to work. Just get in the fucking bed. It's it's like 50 cents for every like 10 minutes. Yeah. Get the vibrating bed going. Yeah. You know, you know, and I got to go to work. Like you're going to stand. Like, what am I going to take pictures? Just get in the fucking bed. <laughs> and um, 
<laughs> so now we come back to L.A. And she's living near uh, Fountain and Havenhurst. Okay. Okay. So the cab goes there. Now, you got to understand, I'm living up at Crestville. Right. No wives okay. allowed. And, and my, my thing was, I'm going to make it from that room. Okay. That was it. I lived there longer than anybody, over six years. So um, we pull up to her apartment, and, and, and the cab is there, and she's going, all right, thank you. I go, no, 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 wait a minute, you know. And she goes, what's, what's the problem? We're, like, getting the bags out of the trunk. I go, I go no, I want to I go up to the house. She goes, why are you going to the house? I go, well, I haven't been here. I want to see all the guys. Maybe get, You know, you got to get up at 6 a.m. to go to work, you know. Right. She worked for like a real estate company, you know, like a secretary, whatever. And um, she goes, all right, we'll get your stuff tomorrow. I go, no, no, no. I go, I'm, I'm not moving in here. Oh. And she goes, what do you mean? She goes, we're, we're married. I go, well, that's the other thing we got to talk about. She goes, what do you mean? <laughs> I go, nobody can know we're married. We can't tell any. I go. You can tell your parents. They're on a farm. Nobody's going to hear about. It. Right. You know, it's before internet. They're not Facebooking about. It's before it. internet. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you know, they're on a farm. Tell your farm and neighbor. Who yeah. Of shit. Ride a horse a mile and tell someone. So, so she goes. You're not moving in. I I go, no, and we can't tell people that we're married because I'm building an image. I'm dice. I go. I I can't have every girl in the world thinking I'm married. I'm a young right. guy. It's like the Beatles. Whatever. Yeah. Right? You know, so, so I said, so don't even wear the fucking ring. You oh. could keep it. If we go out somewhere, you put the ring on. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing. She would stop by. What a romantic. Yeah, he knows she how to stop by. He knows how to hook them. Uh, she stopped by one morning. I, I met this girl. She was like 6'2", one night here. So I'm like, I, you know, you want to drive me up to Crestle? Yeah. <laughs> You know. Smooth move. Yeah. So this girl leaves at like six in the morning, whatever, and I'm just laying in the bed. And all of a sudden, here she comes. Here comes the wife to the side window because there were steps along the house, Spanish-style house. She knocks on the window because it's like open. I'm going, yeah, who is it? You know, I thought it's the girl again. And she says her name, you know. And I go, yeah, uh, how you doing, you know. She goes, why are you still up? You know, it's like a half hour. I go, no, you know, I was at the store till like three in the morning, you know. Yeah. Then I hung out with the guys. I go, she goes, no, I just want to stop by. I'm on my way to work. I go, yeah, I'll call you late. I'll see you tonight. You know, we'll go, we'll do something, you know. But I wouldn't, I, so now I'm not going to move out. So I get her to move in. Now behind my room, my room had a closet, a bathroom, was the maid's room. Yeah. And right off the kitchen, small room. But behind the, there was a door, and that door led to an exit out of that. Like you go through the door, it's it's a it's a hallway, like a twelve foot hallway, mm -hmm. and then a door to go out of the house if you want. Okay? Uh huh. There's a door to go out of the house. So what I did, I, I put up walls in there to make it a giant closet. I didn't know you did that. That's great. Yeah. Like, like the uh, sheetrock stuff? Yeah, only yeah. I left everything else out that you would need. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just put up walls and poles so it would look nice and carpet. <laughs> I put carpet in there. That's amazing. So all of a sudden there were these torrential rains in L.A. 
and she's screaming in the room. All the rain, because I never went back there, right. is falling into the closet <gasps> and destroying her stuff. And we're, you know, me, her, Yaakov, pulling up all the, all the clothes and luggage and throwing it on the bed. And that's why we really moved out, because Mitzi heard, she, she didn't know I was married. Mitzi, I was going to say, did you get caught? Yeah. That, that I was up there and somebody squealed. So she said, well, you can't live there with a girlfriend. You got to move out. And that's when we moved to uh, Laurel. That's amazing. You know? So uh, what other guys did you live with? Yakov lived in there or no? Yeah, you see that? What are you playing with? You're I don't scratching know, it. Okay. Because it's like stinging. Oh. Whatever it is. Who gives Could it be the jack- uh, your shirt? No. I don't know. Anyway, okay. I lived there. When I moved in, it was uh, myself, Yakov Smianov, Ali Joe Prada, and August Hamilton. That's amazing. And then this guy, Lou Deck, who you would have loved, Max, moved oh, downstairs yeah. in the basement. He comes here sometimes. Under the porch. There was a half-moon porch. So under there was like a basement, and he fixed it up, and he lived down there. This guy didn't get out of bed till he rolled and smoked the joint. Yep. You know, and I wasn't even into that shit back then. Right, right. You know what I mean? You know, I just, yeah, I didn't do any drug. You know? Yeah, because this and, is um, the early 80s. Oh, it was so much fun living with them. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, that Lou Deck guy comes here a lot. Is he, he lately? Uh, yeah, is he still smoking? Or of course, good question. I don't know. I could guarantee it. Yeah, I was gonna have him can on. Can I get that closed water? Yeah, both of these are closed. Yeah, Either one. one of them. Yeah, can take it. Yeah, I love uh, Lou Deck. Yeah, he's really he comes here all the time. Um, Jeff Scott introduced he's me to him a couple me, months though, right? ago. I'm um, good question. Yeah, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't judge a book by its cover because you look really no, good. No, that was so. all the generation before me. Yeah. You know. Because I've met people that are younger than you and they don't look as good as you. No, well, and I'm I, like, I, uh, work at it. I know, but it's just like I don't know who's <laughs> Max, age is what. In the family. You gotta yeah. work at it. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you're living with all those guys, you're in here at the store. Who? Uh, what are the other guys around? What are the other comics around? Um, Tim like the, Thomason was a big nice. comic at the time. Those um, are the top dogs, I mean. But I mean, like people that you know that the general public would really know is like Robin Williams was here all the time. Jimmy Walker. Uh, Jimmy Walker was here. Um, uh, now and then, uh, what the fuck is his name again? He's done a million movies. Was Jim Carrey still here or already here or not? No, he came a little after me. Hmm. Um, what's his name? Who did Blue Heaven? I love it. Steve oh, Martin. Steve Martin. He yeah, would come just, here? I yeah, didn't know that. He would come here. Um, Eddie Murphy. Of course. You know, uh, all, all the big names. Red Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Don Rickles would stop in. You know, it, it was always great. You never knew who was going to be here. Richard Pryor, obviously. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was, it was a good time. But what, what I like is that now is that time again. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, comics were saying how hot comedy was 10 years ago, and I knew it wasn't. You know, but I would just let them say what they were going to say because it was building. Were they trying? And, you think they now, were trying? you know, it, all the comedy clubs across the country, comedy is the hottest thing again. Absolutely, because I think people need to laugh. And I know it because I get the hottest show. <laughs> That's right. 
But I know that like people need to laugh. People want to get out and laugh. No, it's just that Definitely. time again where people need it. Need it. Yeah, you know? you're right. And, you used and, to say it before. You know, I would say it to you. I would say it to my sons. I would go, I'm going to have all this heat again because oh, it's that time yeah. again in the world where people are angry. Yeah. You know, I feel that's why I'm doing good to a certain... I mean, I pushed well, there's a to lot. do really well. Yeah. But... um. But if if comedy just wasn't hot, nobody's really hot unless, like I I could have lived off my fame from thirty years ago, but it's all new. So uh, you know, the movies, the shows, everything. Yeah, and you weren't focusing on getting a TV show back then. No. You were. F- just I was focused on becoming the, the biggest, biggest stand-up ever in history. Wow! And I knew I could do it, and I did it, and I'm still it. Absolutely. You know, it's just because, a, yeah, nobody's ever going to break my records. Nobody's, you know, I mean, so many arenas, everything, you know. It's impossible. It was it, a different time and what you I, did I would without sell out 20 and 30 city tours in 45 minutes. Hundreds of thousands of people. Without internet. Without, without internet, that's without the, Facebook. That's the amazing thing. Just an ad in the newspaper, dice sold out. Yeah. And. Yeah, I mean, my agent would call me up. He goes, you sell out quicker than Billy Joel, man. <laughs> you know, that's how Dennis would talk. He goes, you're quicker than Motley Crue. Wow. You know, because he handles all rock stars. And, and the rock stars would be playing. The, the rock stars would be at my shows. From from Axel to, to Billy Idol. Everybody yeah. came to my shows. That's when people get excited. All the rock bands, yeah. Cinderella, everybody would come. Cinderella. You know, Bon Jovi, the biggest Guns bands and Roses. in the world. yeah would not work on purpose to see me in their hometown. That's it, unbelievable. It was crazy. Yeah. And you Guns N' Roses, you opened for? I did I did the um, the Rose Bowl with them. A few times or just no, the just one? just the once. I, I went on between Metallica and, and, and Guns N' Roses. Jesus. I mean, he put Guns N' Roses back together. That's true, I mean, true that's too. just the truth of the matter. That happened in no, Australia. Well, Rolling Stone wrote the whole story up. Yeah, I you was know. at the meeting that you know. Well, one of the meetings. That's right, with with Duff and, and Tom Mayhew, right at Starbucks. Yeah, because well, Eleanor was with me in Australia when I got Slash in Australia. Well, and, and I straightened him out a little. That's yeah, you, one you of the started it there point. in Australia when you ran into Slash. That's right. And then I came home, and then you had Duff come see the band at the other door. That's right. That's right. Which that's was right. his wife. That was, was the a great best. night. He was beside himself. He, he, he was so excited from Still Rebel. Duff looked at me on the third song, you know, and he goes, they're ready. Yeah. I remember him, like, couldn't sit still. He was He's the nicest he, guy. He, Duff, yeah, but Duff when you're the greatest feeling. Guy. Yeah, because after three songs, he could have said, look, we got a babysitter or whatever. Exactly. But and he, he stayed for the whole show. He hung with Max after the show. And then the next day, we had coffee to discuss the next move, which would be... Slash saying something positive about Axel publicly. Instead of condescending. Which he did by tweeting happy birthday at Axel Rose. Maybe some other stuff. Like the greatest front man ever. And the band was back. And then Rolling Stone called me. And I really don't even know how Rolling Stone found out about it. It's not like I call up rock magazines and go, I want to say how I put the band back together. Well, maybe one of those but, guys but said my, it. But one of my reasons for putting the band back together is because a, a big reason was, number one, Max has been telling me since he's about 15, he was playing the drums since he's 10, he'd go, you know you're the only one that could put that band back together. 
<laughs> and he goes, you're not a manager, you know, there's no ulterior motive. Right. You know, you're just friends and you would know how to talk to them. And I would say to Max, even back then, I go, it's not time. Let it go. Yeah. So now when Still Rebel starts happening and I'm hearing their music, in my mind, I'm like, I need something big in rock and roll in the world. And I go, I'll just put Guns N' Roses back together. You know, like like robotic. Yeah. Like I do, like I've just, re- everybody listening to this podcast is probably a fan if they're listening yes. to a, a Dice podcast from the comedy store. So my fans know how robotic I am. Like I decided I'm going to make it all over again. And I did it. I don't know about you know, your fans. With my, the greatest manager, Bruce Rubenstein, who I got to say his name, that in one day I had the whole season of Entourage, final, final season. And Doug Allen, the creator of Entourage, said, I'm going to give you this season and wait till you see what happens. Yeah. And Doug was so cool. He did the forward in my book, The Filthy Truth. And, um, and, and the rest became history. So from that to Woody Allen to doing a special to Martin Scorsese vinyl, to my own show. And now one of the co-stars of A Star Is Born with with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. It's just nuts. Like, in all honesty, I know your fans know how robotic you are, but, like, and I'm sure Max can vouch for this, watching from this closely, you building that back up was probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Also, you're sitting here saying, I look good. There's a reason for it because I, and that started after I did, when I got Entourage, I was like a 42 waist before right. we were filming. And I had a few months to get ready. Wow. So I came down to a normal weight, started training again. And then by the time I did <clears throat> Indestructible, uh, which is oh, about yeah. four years ago, my special, I was like a 33 waist. So I've sort of kept myself there. Yeah. You know, I go through a lot physically, which you know. Yeah. It's like... We're talking like we're doing a show, but we're all, yeah, we're together yeah, we all know every each day. Other. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, Eleanor's the greatest female stand-up in the country. She opens all my shows. She's Thank amazing. You. But I, but, but and, I, like but I was, I mean that. the inspiration though, that you put out. No, but, um, but, but when I, when I did get the special, I was like, I am not going to let my fans see me looking anything but incredible. Right. You know, right. and so I inspired myself, yeah. you know, that's what I do. And that's interesting. And it's not just about weight. It's about muscle. It's about everything. Now I don't want to dye my hair out anymore. Yeah. I want it gray. Like, I, think I don't it looks give a great. shit. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know what it looked like for years till Scorsese wanted me to grow it out. Right. For vinyl. That's when I started seeing it. But then with Bradley Cooper, when he said, would you just let it all grow out? You know, and I just I love the color, like just silver. It came it in looks- silver. It's a silver hair, fox. Hair people tell me, guys come in to get that Yeah, look it's a salt for and pepper. For four hours, mm-hmm. you know, so this is what it really is. <laughs> but, it's, you, know, I, I, you know, I don't play sports, so I love going to a gym, even though everything in me is broken. It, stop I, I, I tell, it, You know it is. <laughs> you know, I've had uh, a shoulder operation, knee operation. Then I rip my shoulders again, but I don't give a shit anymore, so I ignore the pain. You know, my boys work out. They're into it. They That's w- true. Max was climbing the mountains in L.A. by the time he was 12. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we were doing Runyon. I still have sticks in my car from when we used to. We do still it. got sticks in the house for intruders. <laughs> we got a lot. We got a lot of sticks. <laughs> no, but remember no, we, we have had the, the wrap. Sticks. No, but we have it the with the wrap tape. Ones. It's right yep. at the back door. You know, Eleanor, people should know that you come over. Oh, they do know. How do they know? You didn't say it. I don't know. They just assume, maybe. Do I don't... who assumed? People... Was one person listening to this that knows no, you come over? No, but I, like I'm, I'm trying to think. Hey, I you got to understand. Other Eleanor's on always podcast. in my house. Yes, you I know, talk we're about. We're doing a podcast at this moment, but, but we talk about you a lot on the podcast. Like we had Natasha Legero. Uh, you know what I mean? It so was we've... good to see her here last yeah, night too. Was, she was here, and um, we we tell her stories. Like she doesn't know our. Yeah, she doesn't really are, know. She doesn't know anything about us, really. <laughs> but now she does. I yeah. feel like she's a no, she part of the family, yeah, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's and an she's extension. great in this next season. The new season, by the way, starts airing August twentieth. You yes. know, next. Where are we now? Well, July we're, we're not going to put this in until August. So okay. Yeah. All right. Good. So August, because yeah, I want, and, and it's just a kick-ass season with great guest stars. So great many great guest stars. Not to mention. <laughs> You are outstanding this season. I mean, they're they were the writing great, no, but where you it was, took it, it was a very tough schedule. And tough, and you did it um, with like a smile on your face. Like everything was at smile. the not a smile. I mean, maybe not every <laughs> no, no, time. No, no, I was enjoying. You were at the Max, top of your Max, the height of your performance. Max asked me something the okay. other night about a third season. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. You got to tell her the question. What? Look at his Tell her the question and tell her my answer. Is it all right if I light another one? It's fine. I, I um, get permission from him when we're in close quarters. Okay. But the door's uh, open. Obviously, yeah. as we just said, the shooting schedule was really intense. We shot 20, we shot seven episodes in 20 days. Yes. So, so yeah, it was hardcore. And uh, I asked him the other night, I was like, if they wanted to do another season and wanted to do the exact same shooting schedule, would you be up for it? And he was like, you know, absolutely. And I'm Amazing. like, why? <laughs> like, you nearly, like, passed out, you know, this past time, you know. Like, it started getting kind of scary on the set. Like, getting slapped, you, you weren't feeling well. But he says he loves the energy. He doesn't want to yeah, take the break. It's just a constant. It's a constant. You're just shooting all the episodes. So yeah. I don't sleep anyway. You know, here, here's something I got to share, which was nuts when we were in Vegas. Because me and Dylan, we came out to film for a weekend. And it's in the middle of all these crazy hours. And so it's like super late at night. <laughs> we're hanging out in the hotel room. I <laughs> think. And me and Dylan are exhausted. Yeah. You know, and we've done a fourth of the work. I mean, you right. know, it's it's pretty chill for us, but yeah, even we're tired. Yeah, I'm burnt. I was like laying in bed when you called me and already. I'm, and tell her. And I, and I come up scene. to your room, and since leaving uh, that day, you had gone and, you know, like won however much money gambling wherever. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> came back and it was you were like one of those like up just for like for people to know $140,000 in between Andrew. filming you were up for like 20 hours needed to be up in another like four hours and just had all the energy in the oh world and me and Dylan were kind of like okay this is weird like, like who is he you gotta go to sleep now yeah. you <laughs> have to go to yeah. sleep now the parents 
They're like the parents. They, they go, are the parents. You have to lay down and go to sleep. Yeah, just like. And I go, but I'm enjoying it. Look at the view. We were at the drop. Look They're going to be waking you in three hours and you haven't slept and for I'm two days. Them, I'm all good. Let's, I'll I'm go all right good. now. You know, like, we're fine hanging out. We don't have to get up again, but you do, so we're leaving and you're going to sleep. <laughs> One night, Max had me laughing so hard in the backyard recently where he was talking about the unrealistic hours of filming this show. Yeah. And how many hours a day I was just, because I'm in every scene. I know. You know. Those and, last two weeks, I was with you every minute. It was that's right. insane. So Max would go, when I wake up in the morning, you've already been on the set for seven hours. <laughs> I didn't even get out of bed, and you're just killing it for yeah. seven hours. I've opened my eyes, and you've already put in a full day. <laughs> <laughs> I just became. That's so true. I just became <laughs> conscious. <laughs> And it's been eight hours on a set. Yeah. That is so cute, but so true. But then it would be another eight hours. Yeah. You know, it'd still, it'd be an all day, all night. And he'd show up, and I remember like, you know, it's early, and I'm a nervous wreck because, you know, I got to be awake, and I'm not good at yeah, being awake that Eleanor's early. Yeah, job was to teach me. To, the lines. And make me keep learning, because I would learn everything on the set. Right. And then I would do my thing on top of it. Exactly. Which just, was amazing to watch, by the way. That's know. like an acting class. Like, I'm in a class yeah. while doing and, this. And, and then bef- I had to shoot A Star Is Born, if you remember. Yes. When we were in L.A. and I was shooting the TV show at the same time. Yep. Yep. So I'm showing up on this set, this movie set, which is Too complete. heavy drama. Yeah. It's just heavy. And then I'm back being a moron on the set of Dice. <laughs> yes, opposite know? people. And then texting Bradley from from Vegas going, I can't wait to come back. This is too much. <laughs> but yet I'm just in it, you know. Do you know what's funny about the Star is Born? That I only showed up. I only came on the day that was the, at the, uh, the big scene. The big scene and then the hotel day. Where was it again? A hotel? Oh no! You took when I when I just went there. What did I go there for the rap party? But the, what, the Mamont, the uh, Chateau, Chateau Mamont. Oh, Chateau. Okay, yeah. yeah. For I interviews. wasn't working. The, yeah, I just Those had to be interviews. interviewed. Yes. There were a handful of days where you know, Dad's like, you know, are you coming with me tomorrow? When it's like a five a.m. call time, and it's like, ah, you know, maybe not yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know if Dylan didn't come to the set with me, I would have never been in the movie because he'd have two alarms set for me. Oh, Dylan. A phone yeah. alarm and, and a clock alarm. And then all of a sudden, I hear him, Dad. Dad. I love him. Um, you you got to go do the movie now. <laughs> I'm already dressed. I thought you were up. You know, I go, no, 10 minutes. I'm in and out of the shower. I'll be shaved, dressed, ready to go. You know what was the best? Speed shower. It's the scariest thing when you do the that. The day yeah, Billy yeah, Gardell was filming on Dice. Yeah. And, you know... <laughs> I know this one. It's what what is it? it's like five a.m. and you know I I get a phone call and it's Bruce and he's like you my know, manager in a panic. Billy's outside for half an hour. Where's your dad? And I'm <laughs> oh, just that's like, right. He drove with me to the set. <laughs> Billy's outside the house. Can't get in because we have no bell. Yeah. So nobody even knows unless you're lucking out and getting somebody it's... that has the volume on their phone up. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna stand there. Like, I've done it. Like a moron. I've done it. I like it during parties when the gates close. Yes. And people just can't get in. And there's like a, a line of people. And when they first come into the house, they're a little angry. Yeah. They're like, got to come down, right, Max? <laughs> yeah. 
I love that. I've been that person. Even his own mother, when Trini comes in, I, I, she, I go, how you doing? One night she just came in the back, you know. <laughs> Good for and her. And she goes, don't you people open a gate? I, I go, we don't it. have a bell. You people. And she goes, why don't you have a bell? <laughs> I go. I don't. I don't need a bell. I'm not I know in that, of that I live here. I, yeah. I have a key. And she goes, "Yeah, but when you have a party, other people are going to show up that don't have a key, and you should have a bell." She was pissed. Oh, it was great. She, she was, was pissed. so pissed. But a lot of people, my own, even Tom Green would go, "Yeah, it was." Um, and Tom, it's hard to make him mad, so I work at it. Because <laughs> I, I stood outside for twenty minutes till I got someone on the on the phone. You yeah, know. I call the landline. I, go, I don't even crazy. understand it. They should pick up their phones. I told them people are coming over. <laughs> He's like, why don't you have your phone on you? It's almost like you're punking go, it's people. It's charging. It's charging. Like everybody says when they don't get back to you. It's just charging. You're literally punking people that are coming to your house. No, I just don't have a bell. Whatever. What else? So finish that story what do you with mean, Billy. Whatever. That's a terrible thing. Uh, We're going to get you a bell. No, now no, I know what to get you no for bell. your birthday. You put a bell, <laughs> a bell on my house, I'll put one on your ass. I'm putting a, a big cowbell that they can come we'll, and hit. We'll, we'll put them on, on yeah, the cashews, yeah. right on the tips of the cat. Ding, dong. They'll hang. They'll hang because the, these, these kind of tip up. So, yeah. No, we'll get. We could. <laughs> Sorry, Max. You, that's so gross. You want them. You what? Come to talk get. To me. To get fake boobs? You mean? Well. Yeah, you've been around long enough to know people Listen, that... Listen, you don't I, want that. If I open these up to get... I'm going to have crutches under them. Yeah, that's, that's how big how I'm big. going. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. going to walk like like that. You know what I mean? These are going to be staplers and everything's going to be in there. Right. Anything that's in that room <laughs> is getting in there. I might even have the guy who's doing... We couldn't doing even them. get them on your chest. Your chest can't be more than six inches wide. All I'm saying is if you're opening it Shoulder up, to shoulder, you're I'm eight. putting it out. Chest to chest. Six inches wide. <laughs> what are we going to put on there? Nothing. <laughs> Cowbells. You know, just nothing. I'm going to get you that bell that's you like gotta a triangle. Leave them and don't do talk this. dirty in front of my son. Why don't you wait an hour to yell about that? After all the filthy things you said what in front of say? your son. You said horrible, horrible things. I talked about fat people. Fat Big people, deal. fucking fat people, fucking a girl on the I sofa. I didn't use that word. Did okay. I use that word, Max? Okay, Is screwing, having sex. Which word? I fat. Did I say word. I was effing? The fat word? Effing? No. Thanks, no, Matt. effing. Scre- screwing, screwing. I Maybe. I don't, I don't remember. I didn't say that. You didn't curse. You're right. He has not cursed. There's no reason to curse. I don't like profanity. I'm just saying, you said you screwed a girl on the sofa at friend's house in Alhambra, correct? Yeah, but I didn't say that word. Okay, I don't know how you said it. I forget. Well, why not? You're had the host sex? of a show. Because it was like... And your other host went to do a show. He had to do a spot. That's a $400 check. He's not going to waste and it down here. He's not getting paid for this well, podcast. Would you have me come over here for then? Well, because if it didn't... I can talk to you in my house. If there wasn't another on the 40 minutes that we wasted on the damn I am microphones on the phone with because Ari, the freaking producer, sucks. Out, I go, so I, that's the whole thing. I'm talking Eleanor. I understand, me but we, we had problems. We had technical difficulties. You know what? I'm done with this podcast. It feels so good tonight And I feel so bad inside It feels so good to hurt
My brain is saying go, go 